0: Good problem to have, but I got so many things to say in my head, I don't know if I can fit them into the program. Well, best to get started. We got some good texts from high school teachers on why it is now the case where half of high school students are straight A students. How could that be? Almost 50%. Very good. (laughs) That's why you
1: get an A for that. Yes. Uh Oh, boy. Yeah, we've got uh, emails and texts and input, and it's really interesting, some of it troubling. I also want to stay with us to be the, troubled.
0: I also want to explain the title of the book, The Chicken S Club, that is out there.
1: Yes, It comes please. from a quote from James Comey. Uh, it's, uh, how often does the club meet? Because that doesn't sound real appealing. The Chicken Poo <laughs> Club, if you will. Uh, right now, we must first take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week.
2: I go on my Twitter and I see people saying, you look like you have AIDS. You should go die. I'm not being brainwashed or anything like that. Never been feeling hostage or anything like that in that nature.
1: And a souvenir for Chris Christie. Are you kidding me? Nice to see him get from the beach here to the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, we going to talk about this. You punk. You. And I have enormous testicles.
0: It's unusual. Now I'm meeting you as a woman after meeting you as a man.
3: It's extremely unfair, and that's a mild word to the president.
0: God knows how this ends, not me, but I do know this.
2: This disease has never had a more worthy opponent.
3: We love this job, we love this department, and I plan to continue to do so as long as uh, that is appropriate.
2: Well, maybe they went to a toilet together. Mm -hmm. I'm not a guy who lived a criminal life.
4: It's a pretty song. I've never heard it before.
1: It's a new one. Breaking
0: news, Donkey. We have breaking news. Holy cow. Breaking news, Donkey, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> Slap him on the haunch and get out of here.
0: Nice job, Brandon. Brandon is the donkey's name. You ever don't bray on cue? Off to China with you. Oh boy,
1: I know what they do to
0: donkeys there. China! Sean Spicer has resigned as press secretary.
3: Uh, oh no, no. Sean, telling
1: well, Sean Sean. Sean. I Sean. Thanks. Thanks. Sean. Hey, Sean. Sean
3: hey, Sean. Sean. Oh, Sean. Come on, oh. Oh. Sean. Sean. Oh. Sean. What about the Putin call? What about the Putin call? Maybe
0: Stop they, shaking your head again. Maybe they <laughs> went to a <the> toilet together. <laughs> Sean Spicer has resigned as press secretary, telling President Trump he vehemently disagreed with the appointment of the New York financier, Anthony Scaramucci, as communications director. Oh, wow. See, I thought you're going to have to explain what that means to me. Trump offered Scaramucci the job at 10 o'clock this morning. Spicer went ape-ass. Scaramucci, Scaramucci, will you do the Fandango? said he believed the appointment was a major mistake and resigned. Wow! Get the hell
3: out of here!
1: Oh so wow. t- <laughs> It sounds like Trump accepted the resignation.
0: You're going to have to tell me, uh, who's this Scaramucci guy? What's what's he, What's he? going on?
1: I don't know a lot about him, just that he's a rich New Yorker that Trump has known for a long time. He's kind of a, a big wheel. But um, that's interesting, because I had thought um, uh, Spicer was going to leave the uh, spokeshole job to get a bigger job in the communications department, but I wonder if that was his plans. Then I don't know. He don't vehemently know. disagreed with I'm the I'm not the a Beltway of, high school gossip guy, uh, although I wish I were in this case because it sounds dramatic.
0: Somebody's going to have to look into this and figure out what it means because I don't know what it means. Uh, how quickly does Sean Spicer end up with a long-form interview? Does he dish dirt, or is he loyal to uh, President Trump, at least while President Trump is still in office? The uh, most communications uh, sp- or most press secretaries wait until their person's uh, out of office before they write a book. Right. Uh, Depends on how unhappy he was or is.
3: White House press secretary Jonathan. Somebody's asking a question. It's not your press briefing. Julie's asking a question. Please calm down, Julie.
1: You cannot play too many Sean Spicer clips nope. right now. White House press sec, Sean Spicer resigned following the appointment of wealthy financier Anthony Scaramucci, Scaramucci, as White House communications director, according to White House officials. Why the... Scaramouche has previously had a tense relationship with both Spicer and White House chief of staff, Reince Priebus. Stop shaking your head again.
0: So it could be as simple as, I hate that guy and he hates me, we hate each other, I'm not freaking working with this guy. Yes. Um, what's with the qualifier wealthy in that statement? Why would you throw that into us? What's it got to do with anything?
1: Uh, That's just the, uh, Uh, the, the prejudice of the WAPO, I guess. I don't know. Uh, wow. How interesting. Uh, meanwhile, Trump's longtime personal uh, attorney, the divorce attorney, Mark Kazowitz, will step back from a central role. in The president's outside legal team. Sir,
3: sir. What else don't
2: we know?
1: I mean, where he went to school, what grades he got, how, who he played with in the sandbox. And uh, Mark, Oh, shut up! <laughs> Mark Carallo, a longtime GOP operative who served as a spokesman for Trump's legal team, resigned on Thursday.
0: So we got somebody from the Washington Examiner coming up to talk about Trump's legal team trying to investigate Mueller's investigators. Right. Um, maybe they'll know something about the Sean Spicer relationship and all that. I don't know.
1: Wow. So this is really interesting. If you are into the gossip, just because according to some, uh, Reince and Scaramucci really don't get along. They've clashed in the past. Of course, you know, it's it's funny. It's it's like the supermarket tabloids. j lo divorce rumors. You know, right. it's, 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 they've clashed in the past. Everybody in this room has clashed with everybody else in this room what? in the past. Shut up, Vince. <laughs> um so it's I mean, it's just not it's yeah, it's so well, plus, hard to say. Plus
0: plus when Lincoln does it, they write a book about it and, and give him credit for his genius. Right. Of bringing a bunch of people who disagree together so, you, you know, you get more opinions and whatnot.
1: Radio. Whenever it's
3: happening. Blake. 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 What
1: does he mean? Blake. What
2: does
3: Covec mean? Blake. No, but you- Blake.
4: Blake. Blake. <laughs> 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 Blake. What does oh. Blake.
1: What about the Putin call?
4: Are those photos
3: of fences or walls? That is called a ballard wall. That is called a levee wall. So that's the wall that... No, no, no. I'm just... No, no. There are various types of walls that can be built.
1: (laughs) Oh, I loved him so much. Uh, And it's so bad that he's leaving. Melissa McCarthy... Bye-bye. Melissa McCarthy's got to be bummed. Yeah, I'm bummed for her.
0: Yeah, exactly. Spicy
1: that, out. We got the Huckabee gal, who's fine and combative and all, but she's not spicy. Uh, no. I mean, Spicy looked like he wanted to fight people <laughs> from day one. Well, and he would just get into it with them
0: from, from day, day one. <laughs> one. <laughs>
1: oh, you'll be missed. Where were
0: we? When he came out and yelled at them all about the crowd size. That was the day of the inauguration. <laughs> oh.
1: That was such a Looney Tunes start to the whole thing. Uh I I miss them already.
0: So we're going to talk to uh, a Washington Examiner reporter. Trump's legal team is investigating Mueller's investigators. Plus, we'll ask what she hears about the uh, backbitings. Sure. Sure. We love a good backbiting. (laughs) Stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I wanted to talk about, and then Sean Spicer resigns, and it interrupts my flow.
1: Maybe you need one of those uh, pills they advertise on the TV. you got weak flow.
0: I still want to get to a few teachers that have weighed in on why half of high school students now get all A's. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah, I've got those emails, too. Which is pretty interesting and troubling. Yeah, man, everything's is too crazy. We may have to do a Saturday show. Everybody cancel your plans. (laughs) Please welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show... Anna Giratelli of the Washington Examiner, who is uh, writing about Trump's uh, legal team allegedly looking into M- Robert Mueller's investigators. Um, but there's so much happening. Uh, Anna, welcome. How are you?
2: Good, Jack and Joe. Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, it's our pleasure. Um, have you uh, have you gotten up to speed on the whole Sean Spicer resigning thing, Scaramucci coming on board deal?
2: Oh yeah, we had the story up just a few minutes ago when it broke. Um, What's it mean? You know, this is- I think that you're looking at a White House that's going through changes, and for Sean Spicer to resign at this point in time, this is six months and a day into President Trump's administration.
0: Well, often administrations that, make change six years in, six six months. You said, yes.
2: <laughs> but you know, we were saying in the newsroom the reason for this to cite it as he vehemently opposes Anthony Scaramucci. It's an interesting reason when you think there's been a lot of other stuff that he could have used as an excuse to resign. So, you know, maybe we find out in coming days there was something else going on.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting point. I mean, because given the the chaos and the volatility and the passions and everything um, that Sean Spicer's been dealing with, the fact that he loathes Scaramucci so much that he's going to find, defi- that's it, I'm quitting now. That's interesting, unless that's not the story you're saying, really.
2: Yeah, exactly, and I mean, Scaramucci, I mean, he's coming from Wall Street, he's been with Trump, he did communications for the transition team, and then he kind of disappeared, went over to export-import for a short period, um, so I don't know where Spicer's going from here. Um, tell you he's where been, he's going to go, he's going to write a book and have a
0: cable news show, that's where he's <laughs> going.
2: <laughs> he's been ride or die for Trump, I mean, he's been loyal. Um but, yeah, certainly it's another shakeup. It's it's another you're saying your radio show got, you know, schedules been messed up because of this. Certainly the newsroom has felt like this many times over the past six months with yeah. the interruption. It's another thing.
1: Yeah, well, it's funny. So. We've joked with Sarah Westwood, who we know, you know, that... You know, every time she sits down to dinner, something crazy happens. Back to work.
2: She can't leave her phone or computer.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then,
2: meanwhile, the Trump's legal team is looking for possible conflicts of interest among members of Mueller's team. So essentially, you have the investigators being investigated to see, you know, if if they're in it for the right reasons.
0: Now, I heard somebody say that, uh, for instance, the Clinton people they investigated. Uh, can a star in a similar sort of way i mean it's just it's just what you do is that does that sound right to you
2: i could understand that yeah because i mean even as reporters you know a lot of reporters do vote in elections and even off your elections and everyone has their you know their opinions and that's completely fine you're allowed to have that um so to say that you can't have donated to a candidate or have a preference it's, it's kind of it's hard to find someone in washington who doesn't have a loyalty at the end of the day uh, but that can do their job through that loyalty.
1: But at the same time, I suppose if I am the target of an investigation, which is kind of a quasi prosecution, I mean, they're obviously looking for dirt. Um, I, it just seems to me a reasonable preemptive move to make sure it's on the up and up, if I was going to put it charitably.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't think the fact that they're investigating, you know, these five five out of these six attorneys have made donations to Hillary Clinton's campaign or another Democrat in the past. So I don't think they would be opening this kind of probe unless they wanted to really find some dirt or just, just say, Hey, they donated that's enough in itself to cause reasonable doubt. And if they can cause a reasonable doubt in the public's mind, Um, it really may discredit what they end up finding, even if it exonerates Trump, just the reason for the search.
0: Right. Well, it it will. It will definitely help. Uh, I mean, if I'm being investigated, I would just assume it was people who voted my way as opposed to voted the other direction. Or
1: 50-50. Or, or yeah,
0: even half of each. Although I suppose, you know, if we got into a world where you have to have that sort of litmus test before you... Let anybody do anything, it would just the whole system would fall apart
1: well, ironically, the president has kind of you know subjected various judges to that litmus test yeah. uh, in the past, but Anna Giratelli is with us from the washington examiner you know it's it 's funny the liberal media seem to be making this uh, into a big proof that he 's guilty, and the only way he can get uh, even is to or, or get it off is by sabotaging the prosecution to me, this is just a really interesting glimpse into how. This sort of political and uh, criminal, you know, investigation slash defense works. It's just interesting to, to see the two sides gear up.
2: Oh, you're completely right. I mean, you could cross out Democrats and Republicans in front of names and you just look at the script and say this is just Washington not even knowing who's attacking who. They use the same arguments against one another all the time. Yeah. Um, And for Trump, I I think it comes down to he's very defensive and he wants to protect his name and he wants to protect his family's name. And so from a communications perspective, it doesn't make sense to keep bringing it up, especially in tweets. And every time he defends himself with a tweet, he's not helping himself by telling people that he's innocent. Whoever wants to believe he's innocent at this point wants to believe that they're not going to be swayed by a tweet. He's bringing it back up into the media and the media has to report that Trump just put out a statement because anything he tweets is essentially a press statement. Um, So then it's back in the news cycle and we're addressing the same questions over and over again.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely true. You know, it's funny. uh, Listeners to the show know that I, Joe Getty, uh, I, I have a lot of sympathy for a lot of Trump's policy goals. I'm not a huge Trump guy. Um, But you've got to recognize that when these special prosecutors get up and going, their investigations range far and wide. And somebody with as complicated a financial and business empire as the Trump family knows just instinctively, politically, that if Mueller just goes hither and yon, goes everywhere, digging up dirt wherever you can find it, they're going to find plenty of political stuff that's damaging to Trump and the family. And based on
0: recent experience, it will leak out even if it doesn't come out in a formal setting.
1: Right. So, yeah, there's, <laughs> well, you know, even if Trump was as, as pure as the driven snow, which I doubt, um, there's a whole lot of reason to be a little paranoid.
2: Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. This they search, they're not, I don't think, even Republicans, people who had possibly donated to Republicans are not it would be hard to not find something to investigate. It doesn't mean that there's guilt. Um, but I think at this point, there is, you're right, there's such a huge, um, I don't want to say, you know, just mountain of information that they could go through that needs to be combed through. The pro- you know, the process itself is probably going to take, they've said a number of months to possibly a year. But when you look at all the information, and you have to remember that the Special counsel has you know, significantly more information than the public and the media. See on a day to day basis, we're looking at these little things, saying, "You need to do this." The special counsel needs to do that, and they're, you know, from their perspective, they're probably saying, "Believe me, we're looking to a million other things you have no idea about."
1: Yeah, so, and where it ends, nobody knows.
2: No one knows. Hey, Anna
1: Giratelli. Yes, Jack.
0: One more new thing. Our thing. The the new FBI guy got approved on some level yesterday, so he's going to be in charge soon.
2: Yes, Christopher Ray, Christopher uh, Ray. was approved high marks. So he did. Um, he got high high marks also for his confirmation hearing last week. Yeah, so I, I thought it was interesting.
0: He said in his confirmation hearing because they brought up the the Comey press conference where Comey said. Hillary Clinton did this wrong and this wrong, and I don't approve of this, and I don't approve of this, and I'm not charging her with anything. And they asked him about that, and he said, It's hard for me to imagine any scenario where I'd ever hold a press conference to announce all these things and then say I'm not charging anybody,
3: <laughs> which was a
0: pretty damning thing to say about his old boss. Yeah. yeah. I thought, exactly. So yeah. it's going to be a little different without Comey around to regularly update us. Right. I don't think Mueller's going
1: to do that. Well, and, and then, Anna, you know, we, we're we trying to boot you off the air here, but then you got the the <laughs> incredible undermining of Jeff Sessions by Donald Trump in that interview with the New York Times, leaving him high and dry. That uh, How long does Sessions last? We need a prediction, Anna. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, he's got a nice home back in Alabama, so I'm sure he's ready to go back.
1: Bama's lovely uh, this I, time of year.
2: I don't know who's who would replace Sessions. I mean, that's a whole issue in itself. And it's probably one of the most difficult jobs in the administration <laughs> um so we'll see maybe years in her plate
1: is full anna Giratelli, the washington examiner anna enjoyed the uh, chat very much thanks my pleasure good to talk to you
0: how soon till sean spicer's being interviewed on television does he go does he uh go into a a spider hole or something for a while because he's loyal to trump
1: or is he yes or is I'm, he i'm guessing up? yes he or got, is this Scaramucci thing so pissed him off that I, he goes rogue? I, I don't know.
0: I'm thinking it's a straw camel's back situation. So is the camel going to bellow or what? I don't know about that. Yeah, it did. I don't know how about this particular thing, how important it was. It was just Oh, I enough, see what you Because okay. he's been hung out to dry a number of times where he goes out and defends something and then finds out the president stated the opposite. A little bit. Oh, the president called it a ban. Well, ten I just, minutes later. Well, yeah. I just yelled at the press that it's not a ban. Right. You know that sort of thing. Yeah.
1: This job sucks. <laughs> he, had to, he had to
0: sometimes think this is a.
1: Uh,
2: so first of all, it's not a travel ban. <laughs> Will he be on Dancing with the Stars? Oh, oh there you boy. go. Yes, there
3: is, is the you answer go. to that one. I don't think the president owns a bathrobe, He Definitely doesn't wear one.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I I think the President owns a bathrobe, <sighs> oh, spicy, you'll be missed, yeah,
0: I Sean? think the biggest cause for this, if I'm just guessing and assigning things randomly, I think it was when he got stiff armed for meeting the Pope. That was really important to Sean Spicer, oh, right? yeah. I think it's it's been, all punished been punished for yeah, something. I think it's all been kind of sliding downhill since then. that's when I' uh, that one the The young lady Huckabee started yep. taking over a lot of his his shifts. Um, but yeah, if I'm if I'm identifying a single moment, I think it was that moment that that led to this. You could be right. I've been loyal to you. You've been hung hanging me out to dry. I still go back there the next day and tell me tell him what you want me to tell him until you change your mind and you don't let me meet the pope. The you know only really thing that him. I wanted, yeah, whatever. whatever. It would piss you off, no doubt about it. Mm. Or you'd feel like the loyalty is not a two-way street anyway. Uh, uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Joe's making disappointing <laughs> groans.
3: <laughs> As you've been talking about, Spicer Out could be the first of the long-expected Trump staff shakeup. Special counsel Robert Mueller taking another shot at the president and Disney fires kermit the frog controversy rages wow stories coming up minutes from
1: now armstrong and getty plus dang it we gotta squeeze in those insights from teachers on grade inflation yep all coming up
0: on the armstrong and getty show Before we get into this, and, you know, I'm undermining Marshall's newscast, which is sort of what we do, Indeed, You ought to
3: resign,
1: Marshall, like Sean Spicer. Don't put up with this.
0: Hey, uh, Sean, what is that you're wearing on your face now? Uh, My Captain America sunglasses. It goes with the shield. I just raided the uh, radio promotions department. I got some cool stuff. (laughs) Okay. Wow.
1: hey, Steal anything you want. Anyway. (laughs) Hey, they got computers next (laughs) door. Grab yourself a laptop. Uh, That's
0: hilarious. Anyway... Um, uh, this whole who's a the press secretary or not is so a news junkie thing you got to be a news junkie or you're, you're you know you're the, the people that live in D.C. and this matters the average person doesn't care at all the average That's person true. won't know this even happened so you know, everybody's got to keep that in mind <laughs> I guess well, who am I talking to the media I guess but yeah it's, just, yeah. it's beltway gossip yeah Let's get the news now with
3: Marcia Phillips. I don't know. Sean Spicer will be missed. The White House press secretary resigning this morning, telling President Trump he vehemently disagreed with the appointment of the New York financier, Anthony Scaramucci, as communications director. Mr. Trump apparently offered Scaramucci the job at about 10 in the morning. The president then requested Spicer to stay on, but Spicer told Trump, he believed the appointment was a major mistake. That's according to people with direct knowledge of the exchange. Wow. Politico, meanwhile, is reporting, quote, Scaramucci, a natural smoozer and fixture on the global financial scene from Davos to his own lavish hedge fund conference in Las Vegas. He has drawn resistance from others in the White House, including Chief of Staff Reince Priebus. One source of knowledge of the conversations between Trump and Scaramucci said, the latter's likely new post could be read as a message to Priebus, wow. a special message to Priebus. This
0: is all assuming you're making an assumption that Trump has thaw- thought it through this much, which he may not have. He may have just kind of impulsively decided this and not thought about who likes who or
3: what might happen. Yeah, at some point, can you all do something about taxes or yeah. you know, health care or what have you? Meanwhile, you got special counsel Robert Mueller reportedly asking the White House now to save any documents relating to last year's meeting between Donald Trump Jr. and a Russian attorney. CNN's reporting that Mueller sent a documents preservation request to the White House. You got Jared Kushner and then uh, campaign uh, chief Paul Manafort also it. at that meeting. I'm so
0: tired of hearing about all this stuff. How
3: about somebody alert me
0: when Robert Mueller finishes his investigation? Uh, I'll be really interested in that.
1: We've been sent a documents retention request before. It's very exciting. Lawyer emails here, calls you and says, don't throw away anything related to X. So I retain those documents. I held them carefully. Under lock and key, right? Lock and
4: key! Yes. Jack, you brought this up earlier. I Googled it because I'm a good producer. Uh, (laughs) Another potential conflict (laughs) claim, this is from Washington Post, is an allegation that Mueller and Trump National Golf Club in Northern Virginia had a dispute over membership fees when Mueller resigned as a member in 2011.
0: Yeah, so Mueller was a member of one of Trump's golf courses, and they got into an argument over, I'm not going to pay that much, or you got to pay that much if you want to be a member. That's too much. And then he, re- and then he quit. <laughs> or
1: oh. so something went on there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember Trump was sued... At one of his clubs, or it might have been more than one, because, you know, you buy a membership, then when you leave, you can sell the membership. And there are various, uh, you know, the club keeps 20% or whatever. It's like a restocking fee. But evidently, uh, the clubs were keeping all the money or something like that. Or they were I remember there was a big dispute over that. So I wonder if that was Mueller's beef.
0: Anyway, that could be a conflict of interest. If you're if you're been pissed off at a guy for years, when did that happen?
1: Twenty eleven. I think you said. If yeah. you've been
0: pissed off at a guy for years over thinking you got screwed, that that is a conflict of interest, isn't it? You've got something motivating you a certain direction.
4: Uh, yeah, unless you're a big man, you yeah. know, you know you look past it because yeah. you're a professional. I don't know how much the amount of money is. Right. Is it 1000 dollars? Is it like twenty bucks?
0: What would you guess, Joe? It's it's probably a pricey place in that in that area of the country. Oh
4: yeah, it absolutely, could be
0: tens of thousands of dollars. Sure. Yeah. yeah. no, yeah. he's 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 pissed off. He's got. He's got a little extra spring in his step to investigate Trump. He's got to. <laughs>
3: Football Hall of Famer, Hollywood actor, and double murder suspect O.J. Simpson gets parole after serving about nine years after he was sentenced to prison for armed robbery. The parole board in Carson City, Nevada, voting unanimously to slash his prison sentence. The juice during his hearing, telling the board members... I am a guy who has always been a giving guy. I've, uh, even on the street, uh, uh, people have always come to me. Uh, you know, I, I, my reputation has always been that I'm I'm open to the public. I'm open to everybody. Uh, now, juice, juice. Do- <laughs> now, during the parole hearing, his daughter Arnell Simpson offered a description of her father.
2: We recognize that he is not the perfect man, but he's clearly a man and a father who has done his best to behave in a way that speaks to his overall nature and character.
1: Now, juice. That was a hell of a sentence.
0: Now, is she... uh, Was her mom Nicole?
3: I don't believe
4: so. No, No, I don't think so. No, No, that was from O.J.'s first wife who he
1: beat. Right. It's like he's not really the juice anymore. Now, that's discussing his second wife who he beat.
4: Let me get this line in from Kimmel. Uh, He said, for those too young to remember, O.J. is the second most embarrassing person associated with the Kardashian family.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, so the killings were 94?
4: Come on, juice. Yeah, right. so, yeah, it would have been about if that. If
0: you were born that year, you're 23. That's yeah. incredible.
1: Yeah, Declan was born that year.
3: Steve so, Whitmire, the... See,
0: if you're a full-on adult, you, right. you weren't even alive when all this was going right. on, yet he's still a giant phenomenon. That's amazing. Yes. Right?
3: That's Steve, right, Ross. Steve Whitmire, the voice of Kermit the Frog, speaking out after he was fired from his 27-year gig as the beloved Green Muppet, telling the Today Show... I WAS STUNNED. IT SEEMED LIKE IT WAS ABOUT FIVE MINUTES OF SILENCE. I'M SURE IT WASN'T THAT LONG. AND I just IMMEDIATELY TRYING TO GET ANSWERS. AND I HAD HAD NO ADVANCED WARNING ON THAT.
1: BUT WERE YOU
0: PERSONALLY DIFFICULT TO WORK WITH? BECAUSE THAT'S REALLY THE CRITICISM THAT WHEN YOU you OFFERED NOTES AND YOU WERE HARD TO WORK WITH,
1: FRANKLY. WELL,
2: I OFFERED NOTES. THE IMPLICATION IS THAT, IN SOME SENSE, YOU HAD THEM OVER THE BARREL. Mm -hmm. THAT YOU WERE SAYING, HEY, I'M Uh KERMIT.
3: Yeah,
1: Good
2: I, luck, you can't get rid of me. Uh,
3: that's an arrogance that's just not in my body. It, that's just not the case.
0: No, he hmm. was. Let- I, he sounds believable there, although you that's, could... That's a believable thing to yeah. say. Yeah, although you could think that as the voice of Kermit of the Frog. Right. Oh, he, nobody's he was, firing me. Get me a glass of water and uh, get your act together.
3: <laughs> he was let go by Disney because officials claimed he exhibited unprofessional behavior and uh, the uh, Muppets creator Jim Henson's family have spoken out. They've hit back at him. Claiming he voiced the frog as a quote bitter, angry, depressed victim. Wow, so, he is out. And if you and if you touch the guy, he, he gives you warts, which is a problem. <laughs> nice, Michael. <laughs> That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. Here I'm, starring Getty Show, the Voice of the West.
4: And did you mention how long he did it? Yeah, 20, 20, twenty-seven 20 years. years yeah.
0: yeah, nearly thirty years. Yeah. Wow. Kermit the Frog. So did they find somebody else that can do that voice? Kermit the Frog. Yeah, they already... Kermit. They're
3: Kermit
4: Kermit replaced him, yeah. Homie's oh, piggy.
1: How <laughs> can do he you have
4: <laughs> sex? I'm a frog and you're a pig.
1: Juice!
4: Good? <laughs> juice! It's like
1: he's not really the juice anymore. Nah, David Schwimmer, I'm not giving you that role either.
3: So they need a new Kermit? No, they got they already hired somebody. Oh. He's already been replaced. Come on, juice. Kermit the Frog. Hi ho. That's about all I can do. <laughs> why, why am I still hearing
1: David Schwimmer when we're talking about Kermit the Frog?
3: And now here's your host for mailbag, Joe Getty.
1: There, there's <laughs> your go. new voice. There yes. you go.
0: Okay. Half of high school kids got straight A's this year. What's that all about? Some teachers weighed in. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty show. The story is out. Somebody um, did their Ph.D. paper on uh, schools in America and uh, came up with this stat, which should have been known. Almost half of American high schoolers graduate with an A average. If you're a little bit older, the people who graduated with an A average, there was a few of them. Maybe in your school there was one of them. And, um, and they were pretty damn smart. Well, now half of high school kids do, while at the same time, SAT scores have actually dipped some. Um, we got a couple of high school teachers waited on why that has changed. I'm a high school teacher, and it's not about the parents. It's about students relentlessly bothering you about their grades. They will cry and whine and bother you at all hours of the day until you allow them to make up work or retake tests to bring their grades up. Before every test, the students all ask, Is this retakable? If I say no, they act like I'm Hitler. The girls come by after class and act as if they love you and they're your best friend just so you'll grade them easier. The boys in general are the same as ever. They take what they get. The girls are the worst. Every year at graduation, we have the top 10% stand-up as we celebrate them. Every year, there are about 15 girls in that group and two or three boys. It's the girls, my friends, the girls.
1: <laughs> you know, the hyper-competitive grade thing that I've observed does tend to be heavily female. Um, that's interesting. That that rings true in what I have observed in watching, uh, you know, high schoolers do their thing over the last, gosh, 10 years? So it's cultural. Years?
0: It's a cultural thing where it sounds to me, just from reading this, that and I, and I got three nieces that are super into the grades and 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 measuring themselves against others and who got what and everything like yeah. that in a way that I wasn't when I was in high school. And this person says, for the guys, it's the, more or less the same. You got a, a, a number of guys that care and, and most don't. But for the girls, it's super, super important.
1: That is exactly what I, I've and, observed. And girls probably make up
0: about half of the schools. So you can see how
1: you'd get there. Now, here's another theory. Parents have become so disengaged in parenting that success... If not coached at home to the degree it once was, whoops, there's a typo in there, but as a result, there'd be a backlog of students without a high school diploma if teachers didn't push the numbskulls through with B's and C's. That means that the other half of the students, the ones putting in respectable effort, have to get up A's by default, if not merit. Students that put in respectable effort that used to get B's get A's. Students that work themselves to the bone and really study hard, they still get A's.
0: Somebody texted, in my high school class when I was young, only one guy made it through four years with uh, with A's, and he was our valedictorian. How, right. do you, how do you pick a valedictorian when you have 50 kids that have an A average?
1: <clears throat> yeah. David with another good point that rings true from what I've observed, because you know, my kids went to a pretty you know high-achieving type high school. But, fellows, having two really smart children recently go through high school, I know the answer to this craziness. This is how it works. High school cur- curriculum is now bifurcated. Yeah. See, David got good grades. You can mm, tell.
0: See, I don't even know what
1: he's talking about. Bifurcated is those uh, glasses that uh, you look up and you look down. And you I read. Thought
0: that's when you'd sex up a man or a woman.
1: Both. It means both. Uh, high school curriculum is now bifurcated into two levels. Normal, advanced placement, honors, etc. Uh, what used to be normal classes back when we went to high school are now AP or honors, honor levels classes. What is a normal class now used to be a remedial class for all the dumbasses. Now, that's a little <laughs> harsh, David. I'd say. That is a little harsh. Not everybody's academically gifted. They might be a, a fine machinist or, or writer writer. Well, probably not a writer, but, uh, you know. Uh, what is a, 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 Both of my kids graduated with A averages but took AP classes from the freshman year of high school. Uh, Here's the issue. Most of the dumbasses in the normal classes also got A's. Many of those students didn't even take the SATs or go into college because they can't hang with the really smart kids. That's how 50% of high school students have A averages. Well, that's – although, I guess that is true because you can get an A in a regular class. I'm not going to use your derogatory terms, David. And you can also get an A in an advanced placement class, which is like uh, on a four-point scale, you get a five. So that weights your grades mm. upward. Mm, that sounds like a five-point scale. <laughs> sure does. But it's not. sure does. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> Listen to this. Yo, 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 Armstrong and Getty. Yes, somebody using my catchphrase. Oh, yeah. John writes, my brother-in-law was not rehired at an expensive private school because he gave a poor grade to an important student. Oof.
0: Hmm. Yeah, we had one teacher said an F is pretty much out of the question anymore, no matter what a student does or doesn't do. You just, it's, you, politically, you can't. Dude,
1: keep them moving. Huh.
0: I, I always hated grading on a curve when you were in a class like that because it, it made so much difference of who's in the class. But maybe that's the only way you can get an accurate idea of who's doing well and who's not. I don't know. Mm. Wouldn't be allowed politically, I'm sure. Uh, here's our guest announcer.
3: Armstrong and Getty on a crusade to champion the cause of the innocent, the helpless, the powerless, in a world of radio executives who operate above the law in a segment they call Final Thoughts.
0: So is this guy in the payroll now? Do we have to give him insurance and stuff?
1: (laughs) I don't know, I appreciate the effort. Here's your
0: host for Final
1: Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Hey, Positive Sean, what's your final thought?
0: Uh, yeah, saw Dunkirk last night, really great movie, this will be the favorite heading into Oscar season, uh, as, as certainly that's how it stands right now. I really enjoyed it. How long is it? Uh, less than two hours. Oh, okay. Wow. wow. Oh, yeah, it's
4: like an hour and a I'm half. I'm
0: getting ripped stuff. off. Michelangelo, final thought? Uh, yeah, students are getting more A's because cheating has gotten easier. you got <laughs> the internet, cell phones, and back tattoos. All sorts of ways for
1: students to cheat. Back tattoos. Tattoos. We did have one
0: teacher say cell phones play a role. I don't know if that's true
3: or not. Interesting. Uh, Marshall Phillips, final thought. I just want to give you an update. My uh, old flame had gotten in touch with me through Facebook. We have now been communicating back and forth, and things are heating up a bit. Wow. I may be jumping on a plane to fly off somewhere. No kidding. Oh, yeah. my. A wow. rendezvous. Yes. Wow.
4: Vincent, final thought Band name of the day goes to Joseph Getty yes. for the shirtless pastors But Bonmo, <laughs> the day goes a positive Sean in regards to Elon Musk's Hyperloop, Sean said, your liver ends up in Boston And your innards are now a smoothie Jack, <laughs> what is your final thought for us?
0: Well, I got this taste in my mouth Until Monday morning from the text line You guys used to be fun to listen to Now you suck and sound like CNN
1: <laughs> well, wow, now that is an insult yeah, And you're a baby You're a crybaby
0: You can say a lot of mean things to people like us But to say we sound like CNN, <laughs> that's hurtful <laughs> At least
1: <laughs> say we sound like Wolf Blitzer on <laughs> CNN That would have been too much to bear My final thought is Spicy we shall miss ye yeah. There will never be a more combative nasty sarcastic press secretary in the history of our land if we go on for another 275 <laughs> years you will be missed red he was good
0: armstrong and getty wrapping up another grueling for our workday. so
1: many people thanks so little time good armstrong and getty level your grievous insults at us if you choose or if you see something we ought to be talking about send it along
0: Yep, I hope you have a fabulous weekend and all your dreams come true. Mm, all yeah. of them? Every one of them. Single weekend? We'll see you Monday. God bless America.
2: Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. now the time has come to go. If this still count was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven, still doing this show. See you some other time!
1: (laughs) Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.